Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. At the moment, the treatment centre is based on receiving referral cases throughout the community. So that's a lot of small villages based around Kerry Town. People can travel for miles it's not quite like England where things are very accessible and down the road. Um, so they rely on an ambulance service to be able to get them to the treatment centre. Most people know it opened fairly recently and uh, we've had a few cases admitted. It's sometimes adults, children, at different stages of uh, being infectious. Um, we have had people who have moved on and done well in the centre, but we have had casualties of Ebola as well. However, we have had people admitted who have had malaria, which um, exhibit very similar symptoms. Um, So we are doing testing for both Ebola and malaria. I don't think uh, someone's been quite so happy to see a malaria-positive test because it does mean that we can um, separate that person from someone with a suspected Ebola and effectively treat as well. What are the facilities like that you've got to work in there? It's very basic, but good at the same time. We did bring in a lot of equipment from the UK. We have brought in portable cabinets to isolate the organism in, so we're working in very safe practices. The lab functions well. We have internet access for reporting, and it's very important that we can get the turnaround times, which we aim for, for around four hours. Now, how are the locals taking to your presence? They have been absolutely marvellous. They uh, welcome the help. Um, for them, it's seen as we need people to come in and help because our health system has fallen down. The economy was on the up, and the sad story is that because of Ebola, it's taken quite a hit. So to have people coming in and still wanting to come and visit what is a very beautiful country um, is a joy to them, but they're, a lot of people's response towards myself and my colleagues has been thank you and that we're ve- they're very grateful for our help. Have you got any clues from what you're seeing there as to why this has taken off in this very dramatic way in Sierra Leone and probably also the other adjacent countries? What do you think the factors are that stimulated it to happen in the way it has? Some of it is the poverty. We need to have a more rational approach to this. Within the UK, this probably wouldn't happen to this extent because we have good infrastructure We also have good uh, hospital facilities. We may complain about our National Health Service, but in fact, compared to countries like this, it's absolutely phenomenal and we should be grateful for that. What you will see here is the line of poverty is very low. People are relying on food sources which are not very clean. They also don't have facilities for sanitation. So obviously, coming into contact with body fluids is more accessible. So that's why the spread has happened. You've also got to realise the distance between Sierra Leone, Guinea, Liberia. The borders aren't controlled as much, so therefore there's a lot of crossover, but it's for trading, because people rely on selling goods, etc. 
And of course, if you're constantly in large groups mixing, it's another way of increasing contact. But also, there is physical contact because people, you know, liaise and have relationships with one another. Um, so that's why the spread is there. And we need to also realise that people live in some very rural areas. Being able to contact these people and reach them isn't as accessible as it would be in the UK. You have vast land here and people living in some very, very secluded areas. So to reach those people and to help them is more difficult. Is that improving? People have obviously made that realisation because you're telling us about it. So what are they doing about that? More ambulances have been put out. There's a response number to get in contact with because they're asking people in communities to look out for others. So those who are more isolated, look out for them, check in on them and be able to contact the authorities to go out to them. Um, recently in the news, there's a small village outside of Port Loco, um, one of the uh, towns in Sierra Leone, we, who the chieftain was very... Um, up front about the fact that we have to divide the village for those suspected with Ebola and not, and we need the help. So the outreach is getting there, and the more people who can come forward and actually say there is an issue, the better, because then we can deal with it and treat. What about looking a bit further into the future? Once this outbreak is done and dusted and under control, what about preventing another one? There must now already be talk about how we stop this happening again. There are a lot of um, good things that have come out of this. We see uh, just in the instance when uh, three weeks ago when we arrived, um, as we drove through the different villages, we had to stop. We had to disinfect because there were villages who were clean of Ebola and others that were aware of the odd cases but there's still a lot of hygiene programs going on so you have to stop disinfect and then continue to travel to neighboring villages the treatment center which is up and running hopefully in the future that will be used as somewhere perhaps as training and a center of excellence as it were hopefully to um, educate and let people understand that if we have a reoccurrence of this again then these are the things that need to be put in place. I think there are a lot of lessons learnt and the response will be a lot quicker next time. And you're coming home soon. Are you at all concerned about coming home? Because there have been a number of cases of people who've been working like you are at the moment and they've faced quite a bit of prejudice. They've faced people actually ostracising them because of fears that they may pass on Ebola. I did have my concerns before I left, but I did say to people, look, you've got to look at this in a, a rational way. I'm working in the laboratory quite protected. I've had training, I've had to wear a lot of protective gear. I've had limited social contact out here. There are things in place which have helped me take care whilst in country in Sierra Leone. So they shouldn't be so worried. Also, we have screening processes up and running now at the airports. I've been screened so many times whilst out here as well and I've taken the self-responsibility of monitoring myself so I wouldn't want to put anyone in danger especially my family that I'm coming back to and I'm really looking forward to hugging and being around. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.